What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mike Zuniga Films Podcast. Uh, this is going to be a solo episode, so it's just me. Um, and I'm going to be doing a little bit more of these in between my interviews with other creators uh, for those episodes. But I wanted to talk about filming concerts. If you're a videographer, if you're a filmmaker, and you're thinking about filming concerts, I have five tips that um, you know that have helped me from my experience on filming from different things like filming on big big stages uh, for a rap concert to filming uh, EDM uh, DJ set uh, in a booth. And stick around to the end for a bonus tip on how to start building up your concert video portfolio. The first thing, let's get right into it. The first thing is the gear. So it's very important to be very versatile in these situations because you're going to be put into, you know, different areas of, let's say, the stage or, you know, the crowd. And you want to make sure that you have a camera that is able to get low light, really good low light uh, video, uh, but also uh, also having lenses that you're able to zoom in, zoom out, uh, things like that. So what I usually use, uh, my, my go-to is the Sony a seven three. I like Sony because recently they have been doing uh, really good work with listening to the customers and Sony is really good with low light. My go-to lens is the 24 to 105, uh, F four. I've been using that recently, but in previous shoots, I would use the Canon 1DX Mark II. And since I was, you know, in different situations, being close to the artists or in the crowd far away, um, I used for the more close up medium shots uh, the 24 to 70 millimeter um, f2.8. And then for really zoomed in shots, I use the telephoto lens for that. The Canon, um, I believe it's the, what is it? 70 to 200 F 2.8. And that provided me a good range for that. Um, You know, this was actually for a concert in... It's it's near Seattle, but it's actually in Tacoma in the state of Washington. And it was called the Dope Music Festival. And that was actually one of the first major concerts that I, I was able to film. You know, there was artists like uh, like Russ, Meek Mill. Um, it was actually a two-day event. So on the, on the uh, first night, it was old school. So you got DMX. You you got um, too short, um, and then and the new school night, which is like the next day, you had you know artists like um, Lil Uzi Vert, uh, like I said, Russ, um, Meek Mill, um, and uh, Gucci Mane, and so that was actually pretty cool because I was on stage. Um, because they had two passes for media. The, the first pass, um, was 
you can be in like the pit is what they call the pit. That's right in front of the stage. Um, and it's the area between the crowd and the artists on stage. So you have to have a separate pass for that. Um, I was able to have a full access pass, but it just allowed me to be on the stage itself. I couldn't really go into the pit. Um, and there's, that's just one thing to consider. But when I was up there, um, you know, this brings me to my second point. Um, and that is to know the stage. So the reason why it's very important to know the stage is because you have to know where you can set up and get the best shots because for that um that rap hip-hop concert that i was filming for um you know the artists bring their own videographers so you know i was filming um for an artist uh for that concert but i was also allowed to capture the you know whole concert as well at the same time so you have to keep in mind that those artists are bringing in their own videographers not everyone but most of them and so obviously they have priority so when they're moving around on the stage you know you don't really want to be moving around but you also want to keep in mind too the artist so for this concert you know some artists they walk back and forth on the stage they're you know they're not too crazy but then you get other artists that jump around like for example Lil Uzi Vert he went from one side of the stage to the other side of the stage and then he jumped into the crowd and so I pretty much picked the spot one spot that I was able to get the it was off to the side of the stage I was kind of hidden um, and I wanted to make sure that I got the shots, but not to get in the way of anyone else on the stage. So, you know, right when I got there, um, when I when I got to the venue, I just looked at the stage. I walked on the stage. I kind of mapped it out. I figured, you know, OK, this is this is going to be a good spot because I didn't really want to lose that spot, um, you know, for the rest of the show. So. Um, just map out the map out the stage, map out the area, and make sure that you find your spot. Okay, so other times you may have you may be able to go around, you may be able to go on stage, um, go into the pit, go into the crowd, things like that. Um, but oh, and then also too, uh, some artists didn't want any photographers or videographers on the stage when they were filming. So you know I. I figured, okay, I have to adapt to that situation. I just used my telephoto lens. I went off to the side, kind of near the crowd, and really zoomed in to the artist in that case. Now, there was other times, too, when photographers or videographers got in the way. I remember there was one that got in the way of DMX as he was walking around, and he was like, hey, get out of my way. Like, speaking on the mic, get out of my way. I don't want any videographers or any photographers uh, in my way on stage, things like that. Um, because you know, they're performing, you have to respect that. So, uh, just make sure you can get the shots you, you, you want, but, um, you know, it's, and it's very important to, that's why, that's why it's, it's also helpful to get there early so you can map out the stage in that way. Um, okay. So third point now is to play around with your shots. Um, what that means is, 
you know, don't always have a wide shot. Don't always have a close up or a medium shot. Um, you know, mix it up. What I did was for that concert, you know, I had a wide shot of the whole crowd and then I mix it up with some medium shots with the artists, you know, uh, rapping. And then I threw in some real close-up shots of like their face to get their emotion. Or I threw in some close-up shots of their feet, you know, as they're jumping up and down, you know, or their hands as they're making gestures. So things like that. So that really helped in the editing process because, you know, I wanted to make sure it's not all like static shots, right? You're following the artists. You want to make sure that, you know, in the edit, you can, you have enough footage to play around with, right? The, the last thing you want is not to have enough footage to really make a good video, right? So I also threw in some close-up shots with the crowd, you know, I, I moved the camera to, like, let's say the movement of the artist. If the artist is moving, you know, side to side, I would maybe move the camera following their movement. You know, things like that. I experimented. So that's very important. And now that brings me to, um, you know, the, the fourth point, And that is to film for the edit. So when you're filming, if you are editing this or know someone or have someone that is going to be editing it um, and you have your you kind of have the video vision in mind Um, what I mean by filming for the edit is you know film scenes that you know will tell the story in the final editing piece the final video edit for the video so for example um for the artist that i was filming you know i followed him as he walked out um and then i kind of kind of told the story i i filmed him in the dressing room getting ready you know and then you know i kind of i then i shot the uh some some clips with the crowd going crazy and the audio and then i filmed um you know another clip with the drone outside the dome it's called the tacoma dome that's where we had the concert and as he was getting ready you know as he was walking down the hallway i kind of played back and forth went back and forth between between those clips you know i showed the wide open uh shot of the Tacoma Dome with the with a drone to show the location and then I went and then I um brought in the clip with uh the audience you know going crazy and then I brought in the clip with the artist that I was filming you know getting ready going on stage so it's kind of setting up that's how I kind of wanted to set it now is that's not the only way to do it that's just how i wanted to do it but i knew i wanted to get those close up those wide shots things like that and let's say when the beat drops for example or some pyrotechnics or smoke um 
you know, uh, happen. Um, I, I kind of timed it. So I knew that for my final edit, I wanted some, not, that's not explosion. I would say it's, a. It, it was like the smoke, the, I forgot the exact name of it, but you know, when the smoke shoots out, um, in front of the stage, you've probably seen it in other, um, uh, in other videos and other concerts as well. But basically I, I, as the concert was going, I noticed that whenever like a beat would drop to a popular song, the smoke would spray. So I kind of timed it. So when the artist, when it was the artist's turn to go up, um, I kind of had the camera right there ready, and then I kind of had the camera kind of pointed up a little bit, and then when the beat dropped, I brought the camera down to where the artist was, and then the smoke kind of shot up. So I know it's kind of hard to describe a little bit because this is audio, but just things like that, you know, um, it's just knowing that I know I wanted to have some sort of like eye catching clip when the beat dropped and I wanted the camera movement to follow that. So that's just another example of how I, how I shot for the edit in, uh, that way. Um, and then the fifth thing. You're going to be seeing other photographers, other videographers there. So it's a good opportunity for you to network, right? Because they're all in that same space, that same industry as what you're doing. And who knows? Maybe uh, you might need a photographer if you're a videographer or vice versa for a certain project. Um, Talk to them. And, you know, that's, that's very, very important. Or, for example... Uh, the artist manager might be there, you know, you never know. You don't, there's been a lot of times when there's just people, you know, right there near, near on stage who you wouldn't even know that they are connected to the artist and just strike strike up a conversation, you know, be social. That's very important. Um, like for example, when I was filming for these DJs, uh, you know, the manager was there and I didn't even know that was a manager. I just struck up a conversation, said, hi, I wasn't necessarily expecting anything, but it's just an example of those situations to where it was like, you never know. Right. So all I'm saying for this point is just be social and network, right? Um, okay. And bonus tip. Um, so for those of you that have made it this far, bonus tip would be if you are trying to film your first concert or trying to get, uh, get in, how do you get in? So for me personally, I got in through connections. Okay. So, for example, for the DJs, um, basically through Instagram, you know, one of my friends, he owned a digital agency, or not digital agency, but it was, um, uh, what was, what's the word? Um, 
basically he owned like this website that was focused on culture, you know, in Orange County, Southern California. And through Instagram, you know, we contacted the DJs and said, hey, you know, we like to do this piece for you. Um, just a little highlight video, things like that. So you can just reach out to these artists. You know, it doesn't have to be big time artists, but you'd be surprised. Um, a good amount will actually reach reach out to you, you know, and say if you just offer them, hey, can I create a highlight video for you? I'm not I'm not expecting anything. You don't have to pay anything. Um, just, you know, I just really want to I, re- I like what you do. I want to help build my reel, but also provide you something too as well. Um, now, I know it's a little bit harder if you don't have any uh, video examples to show them of concerts that you've done, but you can still get in and get a media pass. I know that, you know, there's concerts constantly going on. Smaller concerts are the best to get into. Because, you know, you can always find a way to get a media pass. Um, it's usually through connections. So, um, and and I'm sure that from what I've heard for concerts, um, especially smaller concerts, you can apply for a media pass and get in easily. Um, some not, not as easy as others, but as long as you start small and just get that content and work your way up then you're be then you'll be good because when i started out actually um filming for an artist when i was up in college uh i filmed uh, one of his i guess not his first performance but one of his earlier performances and it was in this bar right and it was just a bunch of our friends and friends of friends that showed up and um i mean it was great it, it was good I went and filmed content and I filmed um I filmed him on stage and that was actually that was actually uh pretty cool because by me filming that allowed me to have that in my portfolio and show them and from then on we started creating music videos that's when I started creating music videos in in college and it just built that relationship so, you know, I'm sure you may, you might know someone, you know, that's just starting out that may have a small concert and you just ask them, Hey, I'll shoot a video for you. Just tell me when and where, and boom, there you go. You have another one under your belt that helps them with their media and helps you with your portfolio. So there's always when 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 you have the will there's always a way. So just remember that, okay? So, uh recap. Gear. Make sure your gear is versatile and is able to um get you the the shots that you need and it's able to adapt to help you adapt to any situation. Uh number 2, know the stage. Uh, map it out beforehand. Number three, play around with your shots. Experiment. Uh, number four, shoot for the edit. Uh, make sure that the shots that you have, you're you're planning for your edit so that you're able to tell a story. 
Oh, uh, if you heard that beep, um, I'm actually recording this right now in the office, but the the power is off, so it's a it's a blackout right now. So <laughs> I uh, I figured this would be the best time just to record this audio while I'm waiting for the power to come back on in the office. Um, okay, uh, number five, network. While you're there. It's best to network. If you see other photographers or videographers, network. Um, and then bonus tip, you know, be creative in finding your ways to get in and start creating content for uh, for yourself and your portfolio for um, concerts of any kind. So with that being said, thanks again for tuning in to this episode. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more of these uh, episodes and a little bit more story time, uh, because actually I have a lot of stories that I have not shared on my YouTube channel or on this, um, podcast. So I know a lot of you will benefit from it as well. With that being said, thanks again for listening. If you know someone that can benefit from this, go ahead and share it to them. You know, uh, the more people that, you know, you spread this out to the better i know for me you know the content that other people share to me has been helpful so hopefully this has been helpful to you if it has go ahead and share it out once again thank you for listening and i'll see you on the next one peace